Hello everyone on Facebook. Thank you for joining us this morning on our Saturday service at 1030 Elisha Mark Ministries. We're also on podcast at Word at the Ranch. So if you want to listen to us on your headphones on podcast, I know a lot of people do. You can do that at Word at the Ranch on podcasts. Um, please share this message with someone. Click the share link. Someone needs the gospel today. A word in season, a fresh touch, a healing anointing. And uh, it's the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. So praise God. Share this with someone who needs to hear the good news today. Amen, amen. Let's open up in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Where two or three are gathered, you're here in our midst. We thank you, Lord, for dwelling amongst the candlesticks, the churches, as Revelation says you do. We thank you, Lord, that in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So we enter into your presence together. We enter into your, through your gates with praise and thanksgiving, and we enter the Holy of Holies through our worship today, hearts that are tuned in to heaven itself, to God Almighty, and to the word of the living God. We give you all the praises. Father, I just ask if anyone needs a touch today, let them receive it. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see. We thank you, Lord, for you are here. And we thank you that there's no time in the Spirit. Touch everyone wherever they are today with a fresh touch, a fresh anointing, a fresh impartation of the Holy Spirit. There he is. You just welcome him in. Say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Amen. And he'll come in and dwell in your midst as he is here. It is a great presence. I hope you feel that uh, during the service as well, that you receive what you need today. You know, Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your needs. That's everyone, not one need left out. So don't leave this service without receiving every need met in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. He's here to minister your needs. Amen. Praise God forevermore. And if you're joining us today, please comment down there. Say, hey, here I am. So we know uh, you're with us this morning. And we love you and thank you for our, all our family, all our supporters, all our friends. Um, if you'd like to partner with this ministry as well, we're believing for 100 partners. You can do so at ElishaMarkMinistries.com or you can even text to give and set up a recurring donation if you text Word at the Ranch to 44321 and you can do that there. Again, we're believing for 100 partners for this ministry, so thank you for all your faithfulness, all your support, all our friends, all our family. We love you guys. <laughs> and uh, He is risen! Happy uh, Easter weekend. So praise God. You know, today on Saturday, yesterday was Good Friday, Jesus hung on the cross and died. And today and Saturday, he went down to the gates of hell, through the gates of hell, and the hell itself was uh, burned in the lake of fire. Eternal damnation was cast upon him. He went to hell for us today. And then he was risen tomorrow and preached to everybody in Hades, preached to everyone in the bosom of Abraham, amen, who were in there, and rose up many with him tomorrow on Resurrection Day. So praise God that Jesus took the keys of hell and death today in hell on Saturday, in between his death, burial, and resurrection. That's what he was doing today for you and me. Eternal damnation, hell, went through the fires of hell for us so that we can live forever. Died in body, died in soul, his mind and will and emotions were crushed, and then finally died in spirit. And the Bible says he is the first man risen from the dead. That's spiritually dead. He died spiritually and rose up again a new spirit. And the same spirit, the Bible says, that was in Christ Jesus and rose him from the dead is in you and me, raising us up indeed, in our mortal bodies indeed. Amen. So praise God that his spirit lives in us. If we're Christians, if we've called him our Christ, our Lord, and our Savior. And you can make him your Lord and Savior today if you haven't done that already. It's real easy. The Bible says he who believes in his heart 
that Jesus died and rose again from the dead and confesses with his lips that Jesus is Lord shall be saved. And that's so, so saved in every area of your life, health and healing in your finances, in your marriage, in your relationships, in every walk of your life, in your business, in your profession, saved salvation to the full and heaven in addition, eternal life. So you can say this with me, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart right now. In Jesus' precious name, amen. And if you said that and meant that, that's, uh, that's your ticket to heaven, amen? That's your ticket to salvation in every area of your life. All you got to do now is get in the Word of God and renew your flesh and renew your mind to this. Because there's over 7,000 promises promised to you, the believer, in His Word. So praise God, we get to stand upon everyone, amen? This morning I'd like to talk about the blessing and the curse. And just iron out any gray areas in your theology or thinking, anything that the church has preached that is wrong and false doctrine, I like to iron out. You know, God is a God of love. He's not a God of judgment. Amen? Uh, John 3.16, does everyone know that verse? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, not hated, for God so loved the world, He sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish. And Hosea 4.6 says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. So you ought to renew your mind if you're a Christian and have made Jesus the Lord. Amen? To stop your, you from perishing in any area of your life, finances, health, whatever it is. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health. That's to his children. Amen? For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting eternal life. And verse 17, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, his son, Jesus, might be saved. That word sozoed again, saved in every area of your life. If you're dealing with a chronic illness or infirmity, Jesus has your healing today, amen? He is the Lord, your healer, he says. And he's got your touch in his hand today. A word and a touch in due season is all you need. One word from heaven, one touch from Jesus can change your life forever. I know it did with me. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I was healed from a chronic illness for a year and a half. My weight went down to 150 pounds. Now I'm back up to 220, I guess the scale says. <laughs> so praise God, he healed me up. And uh, I haven't really been sick. I haven't had a chronic condition since, um, since I got a hold of the word, really, that he's my healer. And that was about 2005-ish. Uh, so praise God forevermore that the word works if you'll work it. And he's not a respecter of persons. He's just a respecter of faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And there's so many scriptures on healing. You just get those in your spirit and you'll be healed as well. That's all it takes. Amen. He's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the blessing and the curse. Go with me, if you will, to Deuteronomy 28. Before we start, Malachi 3.6 says this, I am the Lord, I change not. So God is not bipolar. He's not one person in the Old Testament and a new Jesus, a new person in the new. No, he's one and the same. Amen. He says, I am the Lord. I change not. Amen. He wasn't killing people in the Old Testament. He doesn't kill people in the new. Amen. If we want to see the Father, we look at the Son. That's what Jesus said. I only say and do those things my Father shows me and says. So if we want to see the better image of God, we look to the Son, Jesus. Amen. And he was healing. He was forgiving. He was saving men prospering men everywhere he goes. Amen? Everywhere he went on this earth. So he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says himself, I am the Lord, I change not. So he's not different in the old and different in the new. Amen? 
There's cohesion. You have to judge the whole Bible after John 10.10. Words in red wind. Jesus said, the thief, the devil, Satan, the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4.4 says, says he says to come, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan, the God of this world, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God does not. God cannot take from you. The thief does. Amen? God is not bad. God is only good. So you have to completely separate it and wash away any gray area because this will completely hinder your faith. The thief, Jesus said, comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come, Jesus, in the same exact image and likeness of my Father. I have come to give you life and life in full in every area of your life. So every word in the Old and New Testament has to be read through that lens. Amen? That the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, God cannot. And that Jesus has come, God himself, to give you life and life in full. Health and healing to all of your flesh. Prosperity and wealth, over 2,350 verses on wealth in the Bible. And again, 3 John 2 in the New Testament says, Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health. He wants you wealthy in body and in finances. Amen. And in every area of your life. Praise God forevermore. So the blessing, Deuteronomy 28, and I'm going to read this from the message paraphrase. I just like the message. It just uh, pops and gives new meaning and good, new light to some verses. The message, Deuteronomy 1 through 11, 28, 1 through 11, says, If you listen obediently to the voice of God your God, and heartily obey all his commandments that I command you today, God your God will place you on high. So get this, the blessing places you on high. And we'll read in a later verse, you don't have to work for this blessing, amen? Proverbs 10.22 says, It's the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he adds no painful toiling or sorrow with it, amen? Amen? You're going to like your job, I guarantee it. You're going to like what you're called to do. Do what you're called to do and you'll love it, amen? If you love your work, you'll love to work, amen? <laughs> praise God. Work doesn't even feel like work if you love doing it, amen? So praise God, go with your calling. But you don't have to work for this blessing. It's been freely given to you through Jesus. Amen. You're redeemed from working the law and uh, works into salvation, works into godliness and righteousness. No, it's because of Jesus. Jesus accomplished this blessing for you. And it's this blessing that makes you rich, Proverbs 10.22 says. And he adds no sorrow with it. Your God will place you on high, high above all the nations of the world. This word is to the U.S., all these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God, his word. God's blessing inside the city. God's blessing in the country. God's blessing on your children, the crops of your land, the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks. God's blessing on your basket and bread bowl. God's blessing in your coming in. God's blessing on your going out. God will defeat your enemies who attack you. They'll come at you one on one road and run away on seven roads. God will order a blessing on your barns and your workplaces. He'll bless you in the land that your God, your God is giving you. God will form you as a people holy to him. Just as he promised you, if you keep the commandments of God, your God, and live the way he has shown you, all the peoples on earth will see you living under the name of God and hold you in respectful awe. God will lavish you with good things, not bad things. Amen? James says every perfect good gift and every good gift comes down from the Father of lights above. Here it is in the Old Testament. God himself will lavish you with good things. So you ought to believe for good things. Amen? It's good to have good things, isn't it? 
<laughs> Children from your womb is a promise from God. Offspring from your animals and crops from your land. The land that God promised your ancestors that he would give you. God will throw open the doors of his sky vaults and pour rain on your land on schedule. Or on schedule. <laughs> and bless the work you take into your hand. See, everything you put your hand to is now prosperous because of the blessing of the Lord that makes you rich. That is now on your life through Jesus Christ the Lord. And you can't escape the blessing of the Lord. Amen? It's on you permanently, 24-7. Coming in, going out. The blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. And this is the reason Jesus died, was to give you this blessing. Amen? The blessing of Abraham. Praise God forevermore. God will lavish you with good things, children from your womb, offspring from your animals, and crops from your land, the land that God promised your ancestors that he would give you. He'll throw open those doors of his sky vaults and pour rain on your land on schedule and bless all the work you take into your hand. You will lend, so don't stop working, amen? You will lend to many nations, but you yourself won't have to take out a loan. God will give you ideas in this economy and in this system and in this world and in this time we live in right now. Divine ideas and witty inventions for you in Jesus' name. You may start a small business right now. It's not too late. Amen. You may start something that profits you in famine. Amen. That the world cannot do because you're his child and because the blessing's on you. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Witty ideas and inventions are coming your way today in Jesus' name. You will lend to many nations, but you yourself won't have to take out a loan. God will make you the head and not the tail. You'll always be the top dog, never the bottom dog, as you obediently listen to and diligently keep the commandments of God your God that I am commanding you today. Don't swerve an inch to the right or, let the, or left from the words that I command you today by going off follow, following and worshiping other gods. Amen. And now Deuteronomy 28, we'll continue right there. Deuteronomy 28, 14. We left off on, and now 15 is the curse of the law, the curse of the law. And the curse of the law is threefold, and I encourage you to read the rest of Deuteronomy 28. This is Moses' farewell address to the people of Israel, and this is the curse of the law. In the old days, if people did not keep this whole law, they were under the curse. Amen. Nowadays, through Christ Jesus, you are redeemed through the curse from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 says that. Amen. Galatians 3.13 says, For Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So this curse that follows, we have been completely bought out from, redeemed from forever through the shed blood of Jesus. This curse came into the Garden of Eden through Satan, his deceit, on Adam and Eve when they fell from glory. The curse was present. Amen. This curse is in the earth. This curse is in the world. You have to be bought out of this curse. Amen. Through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That's the only way to be redeemed from the curse is to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and the sacrifice he made for you. So you are redeemed from this curse, from this curse which is threefold. Spiritual death, poverty and lack, sickness and disease. If you're in Christ, you should have no, none of these areas functioning in your life. You are redeemed from the curse of the law. And if you do have symptoms of the curse, just get in the blessing more and know what you have, not what you don't have. Amen? And more of what you want will show up. Focus on what the Word says you have, not on what it says you don't have. Amen? Not on the circumstances, not on the world, not on the economy, not on job loss, not on what you see. We walk by faith, not by sight. Just remember, put yourself in remembrance of all that you do have. 
This is the truth, the word of God. This is what says, this is what you have now in Christ, in him. Amen. So you're redeemed from this curse, but it shall come to pass. Verse 15. I'm not going to read all this, but I'd like to get into it. Verse 15. And always in the Old Testament, when you're reading the Old Testament, there was a Scottish scholar before I get in it. There was a Scottish scholar named Robert Young, and he was famous for writing Young's literal translation in 1862, a literal translation and a, um, a better interpretation of the Old Testament than the King James Version. And he said, God says everything, the King James translators translated it wrong. He put everything in the causative sense, that God is causing the curse, and God doesn't have the curse to work with. It's Satan's camp, amen? It's Satan's works that came into the Garden of Eden. God doesn't have sickness and disease to put on you. God doesn't have hurt. Jesus said, nothing shall by any means hurt you to his disciples. So anything that comes to hurt you is not of God, obviously. Again, he's not bipolar. Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. So is the Father, so is the Holy Spirit, amen? So anything that comes to steal, kill, and destroy is not of God. So this was mistranslated in the causative sense, that God is causing these things and he's not. God's permitting these things. Uh, Robert Young said they should, be, they should have been translated in the permissive sense. If you go outside a covenant uh, for us in the New Testament church in these days, in this dispensation, if you're without Christ, the curse is there and you're probably living in it. Amen. So all these things follow again until you're bought out of it with the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Again, Robert Young, a leading scholar in his day from Scotland, wrote the uh, Young's Little Translation on this and the Young's Analytical Concordance, which you probably heard of in 1879 as well. So always remember that when you're reading this, that God doesn't cause these things, but he does permit these things. Amen. If you walk outside a covenant, if his people walked outside his covenant, the curse was out the door. Amen. Because Satan is still on the earth. Amen. Does that make sense? So verse 15 says, but it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to carefully um, observe his commandments and his statutes that I will command that I command you today that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. Cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your, brusque, your basket and your bread bowl. So pretty much everything opposite of the blessing, which is ours through Christ, that we just read. Amen? Um, some points in here. Fever, consumption, scabs, itches are all under the curse. Any disease that's not named in the book is under the curse. That includes coronavirus. That includes the flu virus, tuberculosis, uh, cancer. Every disease that's never ever been named and ever will be named is under the curse of the law that you through Christ have been purchased out of. Therefore, disease that should not have any place in your and mine life. Amen to the believer. Praise God. The Bible says there was not one feeble person among their tribes, not one sick, not one elder that was sick amongst their tribes. Neither was there any among them that lacked. That sounds familiar. That sounds like 3 John 2 in the New Testament. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, doesn't it? So praise God. God is a God of blessing, not cursing. Amen? The curse was established through man's disobedience, through the deceit of Satan himself on the earth. Amen. God is always trying to get blessings to you, not from you. Like I said, you cannot outgive God. When you give something to God, he will reciprocate it more than you gave. He's God, you're not. Amen? You can't outgive him. So all these things are under there. Scab, itches, fevers under the curse. You're redeemed from that. Amen. Every sickness and every disease you're redeemed from through the blood of Jesus. So apply the blood every day. Lord Jesus, I apply your blood to my household today, to my body today. I was purchased out from sickness and disease, poverty and lack. 
they will have no place in my life. Say that every day, amen? Because that's what the truth says, amen? Praise God. What else is under the curse? I, again, I encourage you to read it. The rest of Deuteronomy 28 outlines the curse which you've been bought out from. Um, again, fevers and heart attacks are in here. Strokes and heart attacks are under the curse. So you ought not have a heart attack or a stroke, amen? Trembling of heart, it says, which is a heart attack. And the New Testament prophesies that in the last days, many, uh, the love of many will wax cold and many shall die from faintness of heart or trembling of heart or from fear itself, from heart attacks. Well, that ought not to be you, amen? You're redeemed from the curse of heart attacks, amen? Can I get an amen, somebody? I know there's an old gentleman watching somewhere that, hey, that's good news, amen? I'm redeemed from heart attacks, which means I'm not going to die from a heart attack, Amen? You either believe the word or you don't, amen? But take it, because Proverbs 4.20 says, My words are medicine, literally medicine, health and healing to all your flesh. You take your medicine daily. You take your Bible daily, amen? You're redeemed from the curse of heart attacks, trembling of heart and strokes, sickness, disease, and fever, itches, sore botch, everything that's under the curse you've been bought out of. And if you like to, you can put your eyes on Galatians 3.13 with me. It's good to put it in your eyes. Put the word in every sense you have. Let it keep coming in. Amen. Be watched with the word. Amen. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be watched with the news 24-7. You will become exactly like it says. If they're preaching sickness and fear, you're going to start feeling afraid. If they're preaching care, you're going to start taking cares. You're going to be bogged down. Amen. Keep the word coming in 24-7. Amen? Keep the word coming in your eyes. Put it in your eyes. Put it in your ears and put it in your mouth. Let it not depart from your mouth, the Bible says. So Galatians 3, this is our quintessential verse of what Jesus died to give the world. Amen? This is it. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us. For it is written, see the whole curse of the law came on Christ on the cross. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree or on a cross. So that, verse 14, this is why Christ died for you. So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon you in Christ Jesus or through Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, all these blessings in the Old Testament, the blessing of Abraham, which we read in Deuteronomy 28, now comes through faith in Him, not by works, lest any man should boast. Again, you don't have to work for this blessing. Christ did the work, and Christ said on Good Friday on the cross, it is finished. See, the work has been completed. Your healing has been completed. 2,020 years ago on the cross. Your prosperity has been completed over 2,020 years ago on the cross. You know that crown of thorns they placed on Jesus' head? That was to represent the curse that fell upon Adam and Eve in the garden. That um, when you work the land now, thorns and briars shall spring up. It's going to be hard for them to even work. Well, Christ took that curse so that you can love your work again. Amen? Fall in love with your craft and what the gift God gave you and give it to the world freely without thorns and briars springing up. They crushed that crown of thorns upon his head 
representing that curse that he took on your behalf. They whipped him. They scourged him. Stripes were beaten upon his back for your healing, 1 Peter 2.24 says. By his stripes you were healed. So he took the curse of lack. He took the curse of toiling from your life. And he took the curse of sickness and disease. And then today in hell, and then tomorrow when he rises again and raised us up together with himself and seated us with himself in heavenly places in his name, he took eternal damnation for mankind forever. You are redeemed from hell. You are redeemed from suffering. Those of you who make Jesus the Lord of their life. Isn't that good news? So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. This blessing has been opened up to the entire world, not just the Jews, not just those of the descendants of Abraham, but the entire world. Amen. That's the good news. So that that blessing in Deuteronomy 28 might come upon you, a Gentile, through Christ Jesus. Isn't that good news? And go with me back to the Old Testament in Deuteronomy 30. Deuteronomy 30. Oh, God is so good. He's so rich. And you're so blessed because He is. Never forget you're a blessing on this earth. If the blessing's on you, you've now been made a blessing. Signed, sealed, and approved by Jesus Christ Himself. Everywhere you go, you have to put yourself in remembrance of that daily. No matter what I have in this earth, I'm a blessing going somewhere to happen. The blessing's on me and working on my behalf. When pressure's on, when the devil puts pressure on your body, on your bank accounts, on your marriage, on your family, no, no, no. You have to remember, you put that pressure, you don't take any care for your life, you put that pressure right on the blessing. Amen? Give that all your care onto the Lord, for He cares for you. You put that pressure the devil's trying to put on you right now onto the blessing. Blessing, you'll rise up and prove yourself strong. I'm in the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen? That's your and mine blessing forever. Deuteronomy 30, 19, words of Moses to the people of Israel. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. This is for your, your whole household, your descendants, descendants unto a thousand generations, the Bible says. You can change your whole lineage, your whole heritage, your whole family line by just one decision for Christ today. Just by you making Jesus the Lord of your life, you can set up your generations forever. What a promise. What a God we serve. Amen. He loves you. God is love. He loves you just as much as he does Jesus. He sent and crushed his son for you. If you were the only one alive today on earth, he still would have sent Jesus to die for you, to die for your sins, to die for your poverty, to die for your sicknesses and diseases. He loves you just as much as he loves his son. Amen. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live in verse 20 that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give them. Now you've been grafted in, amen, through Jesus Christ the Lord, to the blessing of Abraham. 
whatever you read in, in Genesis, the patriarchs of faith, the seed of Abraham now belongs to you through Jesus. What a gift. What a blessing. Amen. I'm Elisha Bonanzi and I approve this message. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. I'd like to just close with one verse the Lord gave us in 2013 when we moved back here to South Orange County. And it's been on me and uh, Clarissa's heart ever since. It's Amos 9.13, and again, I like it in the message paraphrase. And I believe this verse is for you today and for right now. This verse is current. Amos 9.13, a farmer turned prophet who wrote the book of Amos. Amos 9.13 in the message says this, and just allow this word to sink in and to minister to you today. Let it go into your heart. This word is truth. You can trust in the truth. Every time you open your Bible, you can fully trust in what it says. It is truth. Amen. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And I just declare this word across America as well. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I will plant them, plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. Amen. See, we're not in a doomsday, folks. <laughs> and I'm not a doomsday preacher. Amen. It says the steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter until the end. Your best days are ahead of you. Amen. Cling to this verse. This verse is going to happen. God is rebuilding the United States of America. Birth pains have happened, but God is rebuilding this nation, a nation under God, one God, with liberty and justice for all. A nation built by a people's love for God. God's hand is upon this nation, and you watch and see, He's going to turn things around quickly on our behalf. In Jesus' name. And I pronounce that over Dinah. I pronounce that over Pastor Peter in Kenya and in Uganda and over your nation as well, where you're at. The blessing's on you in your nation. And you're going to see things shift and turn because you're there. Amen? Because the people of God unite and live where the Lord's placed them to spread the blessing on this earth. And we give God all the praises. Let's just give him some praises. Father God, we thank you. We worship you, Lord Jesus, that you died for us. You took sin from us. You took poverty from us. You took lack, sickness, disease, and spiritual death forever, that we may live forever. We are eternal beings without the fear of death because we live forever in you. And we give you all the praises for your sacrifice. We thank you, Lord, for dying, for your burial, and for your resurrection on Easter Sunday. <laughs> that the world may live, that everyone may live full who receives you. And again, if you're without Christ, I urge you to receive him now more than ever. Jesus Christ, come into my heart. Come into my life. I receive you now. And if you've never said this, Holy Spirit, come in. Fill me fresh. Equip me for these last days. Heaven on earth. Thy will be done.
thy kingdom come on earth just as it is in heaven. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. If you liked our message, please share it with somebody. Comment on the box below. We love you all. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Did you get it? Uh-huh. I see.